Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason Parker. I miss you, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. What is that song? I miss you. No, it's... I miss you. Is that Blink-182? I miss you, I miss you. Miss you, I miss you, I Then what's... I miss you. Or is that... Kiss me. Girl, been there, done that, got the (laughs) t-shirt. Well, hello, everybody. We are back in our respective cities. We have had an absolutely stunning, gorgeous, flawless, you can look but don't be touching weekend in Auckland together, Tamaki Makoto. And Steph realised it's the first trip she's taken up to the city of sales since 2019. Yeah, which I'm still like, surely not, but... I think, based on the photo that you posted on at Kick-On's Pod on Instagram... yeah. You could remember when we last went there based on what our hair looked like at the time? Yeah, well, I think those photos are from two different trips. But, um, yeah, the the shattering the illusion. But, yeah, the fact that I was like, oh, God, struggling, struggling. I mean, I went to Rotorua, 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 and... (laughs) and learned italian (laughs) oh god i just like yeah i I, the tenaya calls i'm about to embark upon needs to start like today i'm just getting like i'm starting to have fear of getting things wrong but it should just be like just say it and get things wrong and learn that way Absolutely. You will get things wrong. I know. I know. And then you'll only do it once. That's true. And I am my own harshest critic. That is the T, <laughs> which is for Tamaki Makoto. Yes. Um, I was sort of like, oh, we should have tried to record. But also I think having the time together was just nice. Yeah, me too. And we were creating content Oh, we were living the content. We were living. We were sliving the content, yeah. darling. So talk to me. Talk to me. How was your trip? How how am I? How are you? How are we? How is us? <laughs> I'm good. You're good. Together we're great. Yeah. There was no awkwardness. <laughs> um... It was really nice. I really enjoyed my time. Obviously, everyone has asked me since I've gotten back, like, oh, so, back in the suitcases. Um, and Is that question on everyone's lips? Well, yeah, some people's. And I'm saying, never say never. Whatever, Justin. This was the time that I was like, oh, yeah, I could live here. Like, I'm, I've just been being very anti-Auckland because that's, like, the cool thing to do when you're a Wellingtonian. Yeah. But, like, I just... 
There's something about being a Wellingtonian that I just feel in my soul. It's that it would, yeah. But hey, was it's never say never was the easiest um, answer to that. Okay, um, cool. I thought you were just going to pop off about Auckland just then. No. I thought you were going to go, there's something about Auckland that just <laughs> grinds my gears. I think it was good that it wasn't as humid as it had been. Yes, that was really nice. And the moment that I knew, okay, never say never, was a moment that we've been actively manifesting for three to four years, I reckon. And that was the moment of having a Chloe Swarbrick sighting at Bestie Cafe, which is just the best cafe. It is it really our is. Yeah. I would just like to give a quick shout out to Bestie, which has become my local cafe. In the short amount of time that I have been here, mm. I feel like I've made like cafe friends. Yes. Like in, so the, in the way that we made like moon bar friends. Maybe like not as intense as that year, but like I'm waiting for one of them to be like, Hey, we like, we do this social activity every this day of the week and it's karaoke and you need to come. You do need to come. I I reckon that. So Chloe go and Chloe goes there. Chloe goes there. Chloe goes there. It's a local like. um, Yeah. She walked in and our friend was talking and she sort of like sat in my direct eye line and. No idea what our friend said for the next hour. I was just watching her. <laughs> and loving every second. And everyone's been like, did you go and say hi? And I'm kind of like, oh, we should have. But it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. And I am someone who doesn't want to live in regret of celebrity spotting. Yeah. And not shooting my shot. But this is something that is going to take work and <laughs> it's not uh it's not a once in a lifetime opportunity you're luckily. right you're right yeah it's so, not adam lambert at the no, beresford's no. on a sunday no yeah, yeah it is not that and it's it's the garnering of a new friendship like it's like what i've mm. been saying to you about with ella you know yes. it's, yeah i know it's ella slow burn um mutual respect and admiration and same political Into views. Dinner with the family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was great. Um, we had some amazing karaoke. It was definitely, like, the best karaoke experience I've ever had physically. Like, the surroundings were incredible. Really, really put together. Fairy lights. The touch screen to pick the songs was, like, once I wrapped my head around it, that was really perfect we were also the microphones were completely wireless which when you jump as much as me is really handy yes and um we were chauffeured from the hotel lobby well it wasn't a hotel lobby but from the lobby up to the room which was this is how fancy it was (laughs) steph thought it was a hotel lobby (laughs) for a moment it was so good and i just have to say i have perfected the craft of being the dj and i know that i was like oh we need someone to come and be the dj but all along i knew it should be me you were just waiting for someone to recommend you (laughs) to be like we've already got one and it's because the thing with me is I definitely like saying earlier and my own harshest critic when I do karaoke like sometimes I verge on like 
just being like oh at myself if I'm not like really in the moment enough so so when you say in the moment what do you really mean by that when I'm drunk enough (laughs) so sometimes I do like to take like a little bit of a backseat and um just sort of just be just provide the good times and get involved if they come to me but if not that's fine as well but this time it was hit after hit after hit provided by Stephanie Moore. It was now more. It was now more. Jason is staying with three of our very good friends. And so it was just nice to go and like feel like I was at home catching up with family. We also watched Easter Parade, which Jason slept through. But I was living my best life. I had a goblet of Prosecco. Judy Garland and Fred Astaire singing and dancing on my screen. It was like going, it was turning from day to night outside. It was so gorgeous. That is really heavenly. It was like a really like high point of my weekend. And then you woke me up. (laughs) I wish I got it on video. (laughs) But yes, and how was it for you? Did you feel nervous before I got there? No, I didn't. I was excited. Yeah. The whole time I was excited. I was really happy picking you up from the airport. I was really happy introducing you to my friend Chloe Swarbrick yes. at my favorite cafe, Bestie. <laughs> yeah. um, really, overall, a good experience. We like got invited to a bar opening, yes. which was very fun and free drinks were flowing for two hours yes that's the bridge um, the bridgeman on yes dominion road dominion road we really got a tour of dominion road i actually haven't hung out on dominion road too much since i've been here but oh my god i think that is food heaven oh so good i can't stop thinking about the cucumber salad from Barilla Dumplings. Me neither. It was so yum. That should come in king size. Yeah. It's definitely like, I was like, I'm going to go back to that place. The dumplings, 20 on a plate. Like, that is fucking outrageous in the best way. Yeah. You know? It definitely, okay, so normally, famously, Steph and I will go out to dinner to a dumpling house and we will order five meals between two. There were three of us. This time around, our good friend Tom's of Tom's uh, Gay Capital Little Cafe in Christchurch, I think is the full <laughs> the name. The gayest little cafe. The gayest little cafe. <laughs> Please leave him a Google review. Yes. Um, even if you haven't been there. Only positive, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, the three of us, we ordered four dishes between three. Yes. And we could not finish them. No. It was intense in the best it way. Was, Yummy, 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 yummy meat drinking. <laughs> it was also like so good because it, um, like it was one of those places where you walk in and you have no idea what's going on and no one will help. Like no one has capacity to help you. Like that was so busy. So, so busy. it was like we found a lowly stranger who was leaving their table to like explain it to us. But that's the best. Yeah, and they were like, you sit down right now and you'll be in for a good time. Yeah, and they were right. Yeah. They were hey, right. Hey, so um, after, you, after I dropped you off, yes. I went to another cafe called Candy, Candy Shop. Shop. And it was like Korean breakfast food. 
Whoa. It, the food was really yum. Totally not what I was expecting at all, going to a candy shop. Yeah. But Newmarket's really lit too. Heaps of cool places there. Um, and for those who play along, I went on a hinge date. Yesterday? Yes. Wow. Oh, with the person that... I was, you were messaging? Yes. Wow. Yes. How did it go? Yes. It went really good. It was a really nice day. One hour coffee and sweet treats. Just like chatted. Nice. Good vibes? Yeah. Totally good vibes. Um, I was talking to my friend about it, friend of the pod, Erin Claire, about it today. Mm. And you know when you like, because it was only one hour, it didn't feel complete. Like, I felt like we had more date to go, but the cafe, like, kicked us out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they were closing. When we said goodbye, I, like, little hug, and I was like, oh, my God, this feels, like, electric. And then I Googled, like, what, why, when you hug someone and it's electric, what does that mean? And guess what? I found my twin flame. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I ended up on this YouTube channel and they wanted me to pay them money. Fully. <laughs> wow. I'm out. Is that no, actually what it said? Yeah, it did. And then there were all these comments being like, guys, if you're reading about twin flames, it's a scam. Do not, <laughs> do not engage. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's but good exciting. hinge experience. Um, and the, why I wanted to bring this up specifically is because the way that, uh, we started chatting on Hinge was due to the voice message that was on our Hinge profile. Mine talks about your fingers being the exact perfect size for your own nostril. Yes. <laughs> That's how our conversation started. But Steph and I have come up with <laughs> a segment of kick-ons where we discuss people's Hinge voice me- message. Yes. Do you think we need to put it to the audience, like, is this morally okay? That's where I was going with this. So, obviously, we wouldn't use names, and we would cover the voices, so you you wouldn't be able to really hear their voice. And, like, it was really funny at, like, 1am when we were drunk doing it. Like, scrolling through people's Hinge profiles and... And listening to their voice memos. But I think there's like a privacy thing and also like a, what what value is this adding to? Comedy. Okay. Yeah. Well, should we give it a go? No, we shouldn't. Right now? Yeah. I screen recorded some, remember? Okay. Yeah, I reckon give it a go. But you'll have to cover the voice in post. Is that something you can do? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let me go to my videos. This is a trial run, guys. So if this doesn't go well, just, we won't bring it back. And it's just a trial. This is a soft opening. Wait, what was it called? Hinge binge. Hinge binge, yeah. Welcome to our newest (laughs) segment, Hinge binge, where we listen to hinge voice messages of strangers and comment. Okay, so this is I'll brag about you to my friends if. <laughs> Did you hear that? One more time. I'll play it again. Hang on. I'll brag about you to my friends if. 
if you make me breakfast in bed. <laughs> so. Okay, off yeah. the bat, misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> if you make me breakfast in bed, I mean, very assuming, you're probably not going to swipe if, if that's, you know, like, I'm not out yeah. here to make anyone breakfast in bed. Fully, <laughs> and no way that you should be. Okay, here's, here's what I'm imagining. He recorded that when first thing in the morning, woke up, was like, God, I wish I had a, a bird <laughs> to make me breakfast in bed. I think that's his one goal. To make me breakfast in bed, yeah. No, not you. To be, to made, be made breakfast, breakfast in, in bed. bed. Sorry, I was embodying yeah. him. Um, yeah, didn't work. Okay, so I think, was it unhinged <gasps> or will we be? Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was it unhinged or will we binge i would i don't think it's completely unhinged but i think it's like 70 percent unhinged okay and this brings up something important are you okay <laughs> i was <laughs> you were like i just forgot to ask you all weekend it was really playing on my mind well like you know unhinged is pretty it's unhinged. It's unhinged. Gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't need to think that, but like, it was unhinged. Okay. And we'll be polling you listeners in our stories. Yeah. So let us know how that segment went. Send in your own. Screen record your own and send them to us. We want to know if it's... We want to do the hinge binge with you. Yes. Yes. And then we'll know how to go forward and... Put our own voice memos on, you know, like what, Mm -hmm. what are people looking for? Yes. That's really what it's about discovery. Maybe this is how we get more straight men to listen to this podcast or any. (laughs) Um, okay, cool. That really worked. I think (laughs) (laughs) it's a huge landmark week in the country this week because everyone's second favorite New Zealand reality show is back. Dancing with the Stars launches this Sunday on three. Um, it's an exciting year. There's been some changes in the uh, judging panel. So we're getting Camilla. We're getting new judges, um, Lance Savali and James Luck, who you probably know as Electra Shock from... RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. I'm very, very excited to um, watch for that alone, but also because of the slew of celebrities that have been cast this year. But as we do and should, we as kick-ons are here to publicly endorse one cast member. And drum roll, please. Eli Matthewson, who is dancing this year with Johnny, who you'll all remember. He has been on Dancing with the Stars for many, many seasons. And Eli is dancing for Outline, um, who are an amazing uh, queer Queer phone line um, for anyone who is in the rainbow community or needs uh, help. Uh, talking about uh, people in the rainbow community and they are available for you to call um, when you need them. It's yes. very cool. It is an amazing organization and very exciting. Uh, they are New Zealand's first ever same sex dancing 
couple on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I guess that's how you phrase that. I know. That. In 2022, we it's did about, it. It's about damn time. Wow. So, um, yeah, here at Kick-Ons, we're going to be supporting Eli. We're so excited. I can't yeah. wait to watch. Go, you good thing. Go, you good thing. Yeah. It's exciting. And, you know, Eli is now as well as so many other things, a host on the Edge morning show. And I just think it's like really cool that one of the hosts of the Edge morning show is on Dancing with the Stars for like for the same sex partner, raising money for Outline. It's giving huge profile to that organization. And we can't wait to watch. Yes. We can't support. wait to watch. So dancing the Paso Doble. <laughs> It's Drag Race Predictions. (laughs) Um, So the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14 is this weekend. I'm going to be sad when it's over. It's gone for so long, but none of that time has been wasted. Not at all. I cannot tell you who's going to win. I believe that Willow Pill will win. Mm -hmm. But I do also think that Lady Camden deserves a win. And I also think that Angeria would make a great winner. Winner. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree. I can't wait. I love Willow Pill, but there is something about Lady Camden. Like, I think she's in my soul circle. I know. How cute was um, Angeria and Lady Camden? Like, their love story. I know. Yeah. It was really cute. I love that just, it was like... I hope it's real. I just... I want them to be together forever. It does feel real. It, well, it felt like it was real. Yeah. And uh, I think as well because it wasn't something like they teased, like the Vanjie and um, Brooklyn Heights thing that kind of was yeah. on camera. This was like a lot more subtle, which could I mean. didn't even pick up on it until they played the montage of their love story. I was like, whoa, it's been staring me in the face the whole time. <laughs> Dan the whole time is I... Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which could mean it's the real deal. It's the Casey Musgrave slow burn. Yes, fully. I, I totally am really pumped for this. And um, I'm just going to quickly go into my first sip from here. My first sip this week is another franchise of Drag Race, uh, which I have just been enjoying so, so, so much. Drag Race España um, season two. It's on Well Presents Plus. It is just the most creative, like heartfelt, uh, bonkers drag race season I've seen in a really long time. And every queen deserves to be there and every queen has a purpose there. And Supreme Deluxe, who is the RuPaul type figure of the Espana Verge. She is just divine. I just love her. And honestly, it's a absolute must watch for any drag race fans that are listening right now. Must view. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, And then we probably may end up seeing them on UK versus the world if that happens again. I would like to see that happen in Canada. Or yes. somewhere else. Yeah. I just think that they like they fucked up. They had their chance. They did, they did. So what, yeah. like Canada versus the world? Yeah. Like is that what'll happen from now on? It'll be like a drag Olympics type vibe? 
Hopefully, yeah. every four years, so they can think about what they've done for four years. Fully. The cast of um, All Stars has been announced, and it's um, all winners. There's been jokes about the Vivian uh, finally getting to actually win some money on a drag race season. <laughs> so good. And it's true. And it could happen. Uh, fully. I'm backing the Vivian. Not like like intensely, like she's Doan. I'm going off the pill, but... I am backing her for, like, a really, really good season. I'm excited to see what she brings. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. I know. Another um, reality competition TV show is My First Sip, specifically um, the audition that came out over the weekend featuring the one and only Lauren Allred. And what I mean by that is we have known about Lauren Allred for at least a year, right? Right. Uh, Our friends... Jack and Tom introduced us to Lauren um, one night, I'm sure, over some wines uh, when we get into the phase of the night where we want to start watching, like, wholesome YouTube videos. So Lauren was the demo artist for the song Never Enough on the Greatest Showman soundtrack. So essentially she went in, she laid down the vocals for them, and that was then given to actresses to audition, and then eventually the actress who played the role um, in the film, didn't want to sing it or couldn't sing it, and so said, please just use Lauren's voice and I'll lip sync to it. So however many years later, what, maybe five years later, Lauren has entered Britain's Got Talent to reveal herself essentially as the face to the that voice. She gets a golden buzzer, and it's just really sweet. I think, like, it was almost like there was a mutual respect from all the judges towards her um, about her, like, putting herself out there. And it's kind of been interesting to read, like, the comments on her Instagram about how there's, like, people that do that all the time, like, demo work and then just never know, like, see notoriety or... Um, and they would... Everyone's just really happy for her putting herself out there. But yeah. I would really recommend watching it. We'll put the link in the show notes, it obviously. It is so good. It is like, I've watched it probably five or six times now. Yeah. I haven't felt this connected to uh, like reality singing competition since like Adam Lambert. Wow. Yeah. Well, it definitely like, I want to watch it. You it know? does make me, I want to know what she's going to do next. I want to know what she's going to wear. I want to know everything about her. The story is just like swirling around my head. She is on a song uh, with Michael Bublé off his Love album from 2019. She's mm-hmm. toured with um, Andrea Bocelli. She, like, why is this her moment? I'm glad it is. I I've know. Got no regrets about it being her moment, but like, what? is the story leading up to this. I I want to know everything. So bad. She has, she's had so much access and it's like, why, why not her? Like she was singing on stage with Aaron Tveit, however you say his name, Natalie Weiss, like all these incredible people. And you can tell by the way that they've posted about her, like, She's, like, esteemed to them as well. And, yeah. like, she's stunning. Like, I don't get where the, like, her ride to fame 
hasn't happened yet. Maybe she yeah. didn't want it. Maybe she was Maybe happy. she didn't. Maybe she yeah. didn't want it. That's what I am thinking. Or maybe it's just that, like, this song wasn't meant for her, you know? The song was yeah. meant for someone else and just by chance was gifted to her. And like she said in the audition, she's, like, really ready to take the song because she now feels like it was made for her mm. and it, this is her moment I she was on like the third season of The Voice America and she ends mm. up going on Adam Levine's team and I watched a couple of videos of her singing When Love Takes Over um, mm. an Amy Winehouse song and I mean she sounds flawless but it's not as gripping as watching this uh, UK's Got Talent mm. performance, which is literally life changing. Guys, yeah. it changed my life. I've like she she is on a path to queer icon. Like, oh, that. absolutely. If they like put a team, I just hope they don't like fuck her over. I want the like Leona Lewis like yes trajectory yeah treatment a hundred percent and on that note if you haven't watched susan boyle's audition in a while go back and watch it because it's honestly so heartwarming yeah and while you're there watch her house tour which is also really gorgeous it is we covered a lot of ground together this weekend yeah (laughs) we're all caught up and while we were living our lives partying we were also thinking about our lives at the party this week i hope people find our like segues etc endearing and not like oh my god these guys are idiots they come out of our <laughs> brains just like that instantly we don't write these gorgeous well thought out segues down you know no, you're right you're right um okay so my life of the party this week is basically a confirmation of something that people have been speculating about for a while and it's pretty I mean there are definitely elements of it that are um like intense but it's pretty like fluffy in the scheme of things so months ago these TikToks were coming out about these photos that Kim Kardashian had posted at Disneyland of her daughter Chicago and what looked to be true Thompson daughter of Chloe. So there was just something like a little bit off with the photos and people were kind of thinking like maybe it was photoshopped. Um, and they also had seen some like other photos from like fan shots of people and were like, hmm, we think that's actually Stormy, but uh, Kylie didn't want Kim to post it because it just was just after the Astro World catastrophe and tragedy. Um, and so they think that Kim really wanted to post it, but Kylie was like, no, please don't. We're like trying to lay low at the moment. And so then instead of just not posting it, Kim got someone to Photoshop True's face onto Stormy's body. And like this TikTok got, I think it was 2 million likes. Um, and so this week, Chloe starts posting that it was True's first trip to Disneyland this week. So everyone was kind of like, oh, so 
you're right. You're confirming what we thought. Yes. And then she replied saying, well, I fucked this one up. Anyways, let's focus on something else. Laughing, crying emoji. Our show airs in a few days. So essentially, I mean, one can assume that that is exactly what happened. It was stormy. Kim wanted to post it. Kylie was like, no, please don't. And so they photoshopped photos of True, which fans then like went back and found the photos that had been photoshopped and were like, this is the same photo. Um, and Chloe ruined it, which is like kind of great in a way because it just like humanizes them. It's like, okay, so like you make mistakes too, but also it's also like, but also it's also, but also it's like, it's kind of scary because it's like, oh, okay. So you'd rather else post you... the photo and Photoshop the, the baby's hair. Well, like what else are you guys not posting truthfully about? everything yeah (laughs) i know i guess it was like a little like peek behind the curtain yeah fully i do think uh photoshopping children is too far absolutely but there is a part of me that just is like i love i enjoy that the kardashians and knowing i know that they are posting uh fantasy Mm. you know i know that it's not reality yeah and I like that about them. I think it's camp. I and agree. Glam. And it's not real. And it's that's, not real. That's okay. I do kind of just think like, yeah, the photos were cute, but like, did you need to post them anyway? Like, was it that no, intense? Maybe they've got to deal with Disneyland. No, I do not agree with the photoshopping of the children. Do you agree with the new season of their show? What did you think of the premiere? I was scared. Yeah, it was scary. I find it was scary. It was really, really produced. Mm. And a lot of it, to me, didn't feel like I was watching just, like, a couple of cameras, like, happening to take some, like, insider look into the lives of the Kardashians. It felt mm. very, like... We're going to say this bit here about how I'm sometimes vegan, but not in this exact moment when you happen to be filming. I'm going to eat some meat to be more relatable. <laughs> it, like, it just seemed so bizarre. There were lots of little bits like that where I was just like, oh, I will absolutely watch the whole season, but I don't know. Yeah. I think there was like a lot of setup that needed to be done and a lot of like – this is how we're doing this now. Like, get yeah. used to the new format. Yeah. So maybe, like, we'll ease into that, I hope. Um, but, like, even Kendall jumping down on the couch and being like, I didn't actually have the flu. I had COVID, and it sucked. It was, like, really, like, in disingenuous. Yeah. But maybe that was because I'm not used to it. We're so used to what it was before. But I think we got some great insight. It looks like we are going to get like a lot of information about things that we've been reading about in the press for a while. I know. It's literally, it actually is so bonkers, the, the setup of the show, The Kardashians. It's literally like six to eight months of prep work with the press, and then they release a show, and you yeah. like put together all the pieces that they want you to. It's It's... Like, when has a show existed like this ever? I don't know. I think that they... Well, The Hills. 
<laughs> um, I think that they said that going with a streaming service would give them more freedom to be able to like turn things around quicker, but that hasn't happened. So I'm like, maybe they were just saying that in the PR to be like, this is why we're leaving. So they didn't have to be like, we're being given lots of money. Yeah. Um, well, but, and obviously something to do with Disney. Right. Well, well, yeah. Hulu is who. Yeah, is that? Yeah. Dis- it must yes, be. Yes, it is. So and Ryan Seacrest is still involved. So like, which is hectic. Whatever. Whatever. What was your life of the party this week, Jason? My life of the party this week was the fact that One Direction's Harry Styles, and it's important that I mention One Direction. Yes. Brought out Kick On's Pod's very own Shania Twain. Yes, it is Coachella set. They sang Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and You're the, yes. Still the One. Yes, which I just want to say we, we did it karaoke. I think we willed it. Yeah, it was Kick On's Pod's very own choosing that that would happen. It was. They looked amazing. To be honest, I haven't kept up with the Coachella vibe that much this year i will go back and watch some of the performances but the harry styles moment was like blew up the internet and apparently word on the street is that next week's performance he is bringing out all or some of the members of one direction yes on stage with him instead of shania which i'm choosing to believe okay because in the days since I told that to you, mm. there have been other rumours that have popped up. Go, hit me. Which, Stevie Nicks. Hot. Um, and then the other obvious one is Taylor Swift. I would. I would. I know. Either, any of those three options yeah. are all good options. I think like... One Direction would be... Yeah, definitely. Mind-blowing. Stevie Nicks is like the most likely because they've got a relationship they've sung together before. Even maybe even Casey Musgraves. Oh, that would be cute. But I'm still really hoping it's One Direction reunited or Taylor Swift would be iconic. And they sung Style together. Yeah. Because there's this TikTok trend going around that's like, um, Kim, Chris Jenner's voice being like, why don't you just give Kayla, Taylor a call? And people were being like, this is the moment. Whoa. But I don't know. Like, I guess it's hard to know what Harry's brand identity is. Like, how far away from the Taylor Swift stuff he would want to be. True. I think the smart thing would be to not not push it away to yeah get on board it's like it's like watching uh miley cyrus embrace hannah montana it's yes. like it just feels right and the intersections of their fan bases is just out of control it's so it's too close it's you're a swifty we're a harry stylesy yeah exactly so stylist I'm a Harry stylist. Oh, I like I'm a that. Harry stylist. Yeah, I don't even know what his fans are called, or do we? Direction is. Well, yeah. <laughs> Harry Harryanators. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so watch this space. Exciting. Yes. And our peak too soon is a shared confusion. 
Yeah. And a so, deep dive into the weekend that was Easter weekend 2022. So you would think by... I was nearly, I was going to say age 32, sorry. By coming up to age 31 that we would have realised by now that we do need to take these supermarkets being closed rules Seriously. Seriously. And we did, thanks to lovely friend Sasha, who shepherded us throughout Holy Thursday, I think it technically is called. Yes. Um, shopping trip, which was fine, was great. But what we didn't really think about is Easter Sunday, trying to get a drink. It actually did happen on Good Friday too, didn't it? Because we went for a walk and we wanted to get a drink and we couldn't. Essentially, there are these archaic rules where you cannot get drunk on either of these days that not outside the comfort of your own home. We tried to go and get a drink and you have to have a substantial meal. And we did learn this last year (laughs) and we did remember that we learned it, but we kind of just... We were too busy having fun. Legit. And it's just like, so we we ended up going to this bar called Holy Moly, which is on the <laughs> waterfront, and its whole gimmick is it's mini golf and a bar. <laughs> it's whole gimmick? It's a gimmick. <laughs> and so we obviously asked, like, what, the, what was going on with the rules around whether we could drink or not, and we asked to order a jug of beer to share between three of us, mm. and... They suggested that we order a substantial meal. And so that was made up what that even means. Like Sub- substantial does not mean a bowl of fries and a jug, apparently. But I'm like, that is substantial. It is substantial. Like I was full and I wanted a drink. So what was I supposed to do? I can't have a substantial meal after that. I think it took us like two hours to get through all that food. We could have, (laughs) what they could do if they're so, and by they I mean the government, (laughs) are so obsessed with having this outdated law. Maybe if you go to any place and order food, you get it stamped. Or if you film yourself eating (laughs) breakfast and show it to your bartender, then... You can show them that you have had a substantial meal and they can give you a drink with no surcharge whatsoever. Yes. So I was, we were riled up. I mean, the staff at Holy Moly were amazing and they did so well. And they, we did deceive them and we are publicly sorry, but. Here's the thing, guys. Sorry. Before (laughs) we continue, we did, we did end up having four jugs. (laughs) Yeah, we did. So we we got through it. But we, we also had one pizza, two fries, and an onion rings. Yeah, and they thought we had four pizzas, six fries, <laughs> 17 onion rings. Like We lied, we lied. <laughs> um, we also knew we were in the right place when we walked in, and the soundtrack was What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. Oh, uh, yes, that was so hot. But essentially, in like response to this... Uh, like craziness I I kind of went on a bit of a um, I embarked on a journey to find how on earth this role came to be and to be honest 
I still don't know why. Mm. Like I, I found all the rules. I found the exception to the rules, but I can't find the why. The biggest thing that I've realized in this um, research is that for once I am agreeing with a member of the ACT party. I know. So there's um, this ACT small business spokesperson Chris Bailey has pr- uh, submitted a member's bill to overhaul these laws, which is so great. But the thing is, it's down to like the biscuit tin. That's how laws get... Um, bills get pulled out it's a random draw so whether or not it gets drawn out is up to the hands of a lovely parliamentary worker who chooses one out so he gets paid 80k a year (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so okay i've got a few things to say the first thing is in 2022 when these businesses have been through enough you're not going to like help them out by letting them make money on these days. You yes. want you want people to travel. You want people to come here. You want like welcome see, do something new New Zealand. Well, guess what I wanted to do? I wanted to try three new beers at, at, in my own at my leisure. At my at my <laughs> and my hunger. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it just makes no sense to me and like I I completely understand that it's mainly because they want as many businesses to close as possible so people can rest that is kind of what I'm taking from what I've read but it's just so unfair to and like yes I I don't know I just think it's so unfair for those businesses to make them it should have been you can do whatever you want you can do whatever you want and also give your staff time off you know like it's 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 but the other thing is, Easter Sunday isn't a public holiday. So if you're working, so those workers on that Sunday were not getting paid time and a half. No way. So that's not fair because you're making them be there and be like to everyone, well, actually, that's not a substantial meal. And then you're not even paying them time and a half. Like, it's so unfair. That would Their whole day, all day was like, sorry, we know, we know. And we were fine with it. The other thing is there are exceptions to the rule. And (laughs) it's so funny because we could have just gone to Parnell Road and and we would have been able to drink and eat as we pleased. I did read that. Which makes no sense. There's also like Topor picked in Queenstown, Pie Here, they're all like tourist shops, um, Christchurch Arts Centre. Um, so there are obviously places you can go, but still I just cannot find the why of the restricting the alcohol. But I found this really interesting. In the 2018 census, almost half the population, which was 48.2%, had no religion. So half this country doesn't identify as being religious, but one could assume these rules are because it's a religious holiday. Yeah. Like, it's it's also just so funny because it's like, so you care on these two days, but on the other 363 days of the year, you're like, there's liquor stores everywhere. There's just yes. like, the binge drinking is out of control. But for oh. these two days, 
And then you've got the fucking internet coming at you for like being like, if you can't just not drink for two days, <laughs> then you need to go to this website, www.aa.co.nz. And but the thing is, we we were not in our own city. We were away. We were well. It's a holiday time. Yeah. What do you do when you're on holiday? You have a drink with your friends. If that's something that you enjoy doing, and if you don't, that's also fine. Absolutely, it's also fine. It is also fine. It just, it felt so, I don't know. It just felt really difficult. And yeah, it was difficult. We were taking away all of this money. <laughs> and I would like to say, in defense of the rules, the McCain's margarita pizza that we <laughs> panic bought on oh. Thursday night, I rate it. Okay, good. It was yum. And Great also, amount of cheese. in defense of the rules, we still got drunk. So take yeah. that, Jesus. Boom. Take that, Jesus. <laughs> I'm moving on. I mean, if you guys can find anywhere, it, the, I want to know why. Is it like to give people a break, to encourage businesses to close, maybe? But it's not doing that because the businesses are open. And they need money. I love that you've taken this angle of like, the businesses, what about the businesses? <laughs> when like, we just wanted to have a drink. <laughs> it's hard because like, I understand so much how if you need a fucking break from your retail or your like, hospital job, you need yeah. it. I don't but know where. But then the option of time and a half, it can also like really save the day. Yeah, I can't believe that. I never knew it. So, yeah, I don't know. Watch the space next year. Um, well, it did. Chris Bailey did say that if the bill gets picked, he thinks it would have enough support to pass in time for next Easter. But it is like we have this conversation every year. But what do we now not do every year? Not prepare for it. We're doing bottomless brunch in the comfort of our own home or we're going to a winery where you can go because you can drink grapes that have been produced on site. But you can't that's like, a good idea though. We could do that. Yeah, you can that's what you can do. So when we were joking that we could go to Waiheke, but then oh no, we can't, we could have. We could have. Yeah. But hey. <sighs> holy you know, moly really set us up. For holy a good day. moly, we had a great time. Great yeah. views, great yeah. overheard conversations. Yeah, really lovely staff. Didn't play um, a lick of mini golf. And like Gullible. There's nothing I love more than a gullible staff member. <laughs> Including myself. <laughs> I reckon they were on to us. They knew. They were. They were happy for us. I mean, yeah. we stayed for four and a half hours. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. <gasps> 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. Now, in case you're new here and you've still managed to sit through all of that, this is the section where we take a moment to praise the time that was 2001 to 2008 in music history. And we add it to a playlist that you can follow on Spotify for your next long weekend, which is this coming weekend. And just while we're here, you can't buy alcohol until 1pm on Anzac Day. <laughs> Although maybe you can with a meal, because I do remember one Anzac day, I did have some drinks with people from the army at breakfast time at in a public setting. So, but that was a part of my research. 
But anyway, Jason, please tell me what song you're adding to the playlist this week. (laughs) My song is an Australian classic that uh, I had some questions about. I'm adding Tommy and Krista by Thirsty Merc to the playlist. And I heard this song over the weekend and really wondered what the backstory was. Who is Tommy? Who is Krista? So I Googled it. And basically, Krista is a real person. Her name has been changed, as has Tommy's. Uh, And it was uh, the writer, the lead singer of Thirsty Mercs, him talking about his high school sweetheart and just reminiscing on that and creating a big story around it. And apparently they had the song tune for years but just the, didn't have the lyrics to put with it and then wow. Tommy and Krista just came to them one day and you've got an Australian classic whoa his name is Nigel Thistlethwaite right is it Nigel yeah, yeah. amazing what are they up to these days did you get that far no this was oh. an article from a long time ago okay that I had read I didn't uh, we must find out for next yeah, time must. yeah okay um, God, he had the best moustache. Ah, uh, yes, he so did. I saw Thirsty Merc live at the Timaru Theatre Royal, along with, I'm going to say, Evermore. What a lineup. Uh, yeah, it was pretty huge. <laughs> wow. And I was... actually learnt a fun thing about Evermore the other day. The oh, yeah? Guy, the guy who is producing for the likes of Delta, um... The brother, I think I want to say his name's John, but John potentially John. He uh, worked with Tones and I. Ah, a lot. That's on cool. New album, so cool. Shaping the sound of Australia from John Hume. His name's John. Just oh yeah. I should DM him. He's hot, eh? He is so hot. Yeah. Uh, okay, my song is also a song that I heard over the weekend that I'd actually already pre-written down as like a remember this for the playlist. And I kind of put it to the group and was like, does anyone even know the real words to this song? Turns out everyone did except me. <laughs> and the song I'm adding is I Don't Want to Be by Gavin DeGraw because I have ended up on Gavin DeGraw TikTok and it's kind of amazing. What what are the um, key points of Gavin DeGraw TikTok? Uh, well, it's mainly just that song. So the song was like this girl being like, the, this song, like if I had known it now, like if I it was me now hearing this song, like, So the words are, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and have peace of mind. So it was kind of like a, I'm good. Like, I just got to think of me and have peace of mind. Exactly, exactly. Which I didn't realize those are the words. So um, all I have to do is think about is think about me. Um, Wow. So you're like coming to terms with like you hearing it for the first time, you are just like the TikTokers. You're just like the kids. I know. I'm so nice. And then I sort of just ended up on One Tree Hill TikTok, which is not that new for me, but it was like the cast of them singing it together on the finale yeah. episode. That's and nice. like Gavin DeGraw, so good. So welcome to the playlist, Gavin. 
and to the boys of Thirsty Merc. Not lovely to have you here. We salute you. Thank you for having me, Tamaki Makoto. I will be back really soon. I definitely like looked at flights as soon as I got to the airport to come back. Um, so hopefully that will be very soon. Yes. And we'll get to meet some of you lovely people out there. Out um, and about, yes. Meet at Holy Moly. Kick-Ons presents mini golf challenge that extravaganza. Is, that is on brand for us. Is that? We've never played mini golf together. I, Not even as friends. <laughs> Only as lovers. <laughs> Our first kiss in the mini golf. Uh, no, in the in the windmill at Holy Moly. It was just like the amount of colour and the soundtrack is, and the access to Panhead Supercharger. That, yeah. So, guys, that is the lesson of the day. If you're being restricted on how much alcohol you can buy... Get the highest percentage alcohol. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> She's not. She's not. I'm not kidding. Oh, thank right. you so much for teaching me uh, to live, laugh, and love. You're welcome. Anytime. And we will see you all right here next week. Follow us at Kick On's Pod on Instagram. Head on over to your podcast streaming service and give us a little five-star number and a like. And share with your friends because sharing is so hot. And also, if you've forgotten, we are now officially accepting hinge vocal <laughs> messages that was so long ago <laughs> so send them through because i think we've cooked up something either absolutely special or absolutely cooked you'll be the judge unhinged or you want to binge and it's only 11 days till new zealand music month oh that's so hot get excited cool. we are we are all right bye